Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. 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 Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned.
Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned.
Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned.
Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned.
Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. Was that a yes? Okay, welcome councillors and guests to our annual meeting of council. Uh, obviously, this is under unusual circumstances. Uh, uh, we're getting better at these Zoom meetings, but there's still things, things which are challenging, shall we say, at times. So I have some ground rules to read out. Uh, and basically, the important thing about um, a council meeting is that you must be able to hear what's going on and you must also be heard the visuals are simply icing on the cake you don't need the visuals but we do need to know that you can hear and that we can hear you uh, so in a moment i'll ask the democratic services officer to take a, a register just like being in school to make sure anybody listening will know who is present now um, there's a bit of discipline required one is to keep yourselves on mute at all times when you're not actually speaking. Um, uh, this 
makes for a much better audio experience for everybody else. Um, now, with the exception of the vice chair and the lead officer, please do not speak unless the chairperson, moan is me, but shortly will be somebody else, um, asks you to do so. Uh, and the protocol for showing that you want to speak is to click on the participants tab and at the bottom uh, there is a raise hand button. Uh, uh, you have to try and keep the tab displayed, at least I do, you don't have to. Uh, but if you raise a blue hand, uh, that will indicate you, you, want, you want to speak. And whilst myself and uh, the next chairman is running it, we'll do our best to make sure you uh, get to, to speak as required. Um, you are allowed to interrupt to raise points of order. Uh, however, if it turns out not to be a point of order, then you'll be simply going back to the blue hand system uh, and you'll go to the back of the queue, but there we are. Um, and there's a chat function, uh, which is on the toolbar that pops up and then vanishes if you don't use it at the bottom of the screen. Um, the idea is not to use that unless uh, you are leaving the meeting. Uh, I think that's the essence of it. Ben, is there anything I've missed out there? No, I think that, that covers it, Chair. Okay, fine. Um, so, Democratic Services Officer, that's Ben, uh, can you um, do a register of those present? That speak for this meeting, I'm afraid, Chair. It's Alistair. Oh, sorry, I didn't see you down there, Alistair. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, 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 you came in under the radar. Good, good evening, Alistair. Nice to see you. Good evening. Please go uh, ahead. If you could all uh, state that you are present when I read out your name. Uh, Councillor Armstrong? Present. Councillor Asker? Present. Councillor Bagnall? He sent his apologies. Right. Councillor Barker? Present. Councillor Caton? Present. Councillor Coote? Present. Councillor Crispioni? Present. Councillor Day? No. Councillor Dean? Yes, sir. Councillor Driscoll? Present. Councillor Reed? Present. Councillor Evans? Present. Councillor Fairhurst? Present. Councillor Foley? Present. Councillor Freeman? Present. Councillor Gregory? Councillor Gregory? No. Councillor Hargreaves? Present. Councillor Isham? Present. Councillor Jones? Present. Councillor Khan. Present. Councillor Lavelle. Present. Councillor Lacalle. He's not. He, he's on his way. He's not here at the moment, but he, he is. Uh, Councillor Lees. <laughs> Councillor Lemon. Uh, Councillor Light? Yes. 
Councillor Lodge. Present. Councillor Laughlin. Present. Councillor Luck. Present. <clears throat> Councillor Merrifield. Councillor Merrifield. No. Councillor Oliver. Present. Councillor Pavitt. Present. Councillor Pepper. Present. Councillor Reeve. Present. Councillor Sell. Present. Councillor Stora. Present. Councillor Sutton. Councillor Sutton. Councillor Taylor. Present. Councillor De Vries. Present. Okay, thank you. Can I ask, did you get me, Alistair? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, I didn't, Sandy. Thank you. Sorry, I was sorry. I was trying to, and it just wasn't 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 working. The unmute. Sorry, it wasn't working quick enough. Sorry. Okay. Thanks, Alistair. Uh, Neil here. I'm here as well, and my unmute was playing up. Thank you. Has the councillor Oliver just appeared as well? And I have seen a count. I have seen councillor Lemon as well. I saw Councillor Lemon. Yeah, I saw Councillor Lemon. Councillor Lemon is present. Councillor Lemon, can you unmute yourself, please? Can you hear me? We can. Thank you very much. Councillor Lemon is present. <laughs> Lovely strain of bird song there. <laughs> Shall I continue? Please do. Don't all rush at once. Uh, okay, so um, obviously this is my uh, last uh, time as chairman, and shortly I won't be chairman at all, uh, but I, I have Gary Hyams here somewhere. Uh, when I say somewhere, on this host of icons that I have on my screen. Uh, Gary, can you make yourself known? Yeah, good evening, everyone. Ah, good evening, well done. Uh, Gary uh, is uh, part of uh, Support for Sight. Uh, uh, we made them, uh, they, they were my charity. And uh, nice to see you here, Gary, and uh, thank you for coming along. We have a cheque which will find its way to you via the post uh, for the uh, sums raised from the various charities. It's uh, uh, a few thousand pounds or whatever. I don't know the exact amount, but uh, you're very welcome. Hopefully you can put it to very good use. Thank you, Richard. I mean, very... Uh, well, it's very timely, given the circumstances at the moment. Yeah, well, we, all, we all live under under difficult circumstances um, nowadays with COVID and everything else. Um, I'm going to go on to item one. Thank you, Gary. I'm going to go on to item one uh, on the agenda, which is remarks of the outgoing chair. Uh, and then we'll go to the election of the next chair. So, uh, first of all, uh, I would say thank you all for uh, an interesting and occasionally rather challenging year. Um, the, in terms of the attendances which I've been uh, taking place with, uh, the, the, uh, my, my bias has always been, since it's the chair of Uttlesford District Council, is to actually make sure I go to all of the Uttlesford um, attendances that I'm invited to. 
and then I did some outside ones as well. So there's a total of 33 attended. There would have been a further 17, but COVID got in the way. During this time, uh, I met Princess Anne twice. Um, would have met her a third time, but COVID got in the way. Uh, but actually the best of these, in my opinion, were the long service awards here at Uttlesford because the uh, district council runs uh, long service awards, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. And that obviously that's a very internal affair, but it amazed me how many people there are uh, who have been here for a very long time. And that's an extremely good thing in my view. Uh, long service is always good. It means you know how the place runs. And in particular, obviously all of the officers, uh, I've been very impressed by the, the staff that we have at Uttlesford. Uh, it's not a trivial thing to have a competent staff and an enthusiastic one, but in particular, I'd like to say thank you to the two ladies who um, I probably saw the most of, which is Melanie Maguire and her colleague, Susan Kempster. They were the officers responsible for basically smoothing the chairman's day-to-day -day activities and duties, which they did very well. They did also excellent organisation of the civic dinner and the cow service, both of which were lovely events. The civic dinner was in Saffron Warden Town Hall, which is very close to my heart. I was the project manager of rebuilding it a few years ago uh, when it was about to be sold off for a pound to a developer who was going to turn it into flats. But we restored it and it's good for another 50 years now. Uh, and also they did a lovely cow service at Thaxted Church uh, I could have used my own church, which is uh, St. Mary's in Saffron Warden, but Thaxted is gorgeous and underutilised in my view. So we went out there and it worked out very well indeed. So Melanie and Susan, always very professional and very helpful and make it so much easier being uh, chairperson, as uh, Martin will discover. Now, very briefly, because I don't want to bash on, as it were, but my mission as chairman was to try and put the debate back into the debate on matters of council. Uh, and with a new council, with lots of very new councillors, some of whom haven't been uh, in this sort of council before, that's not a trivial thing. So my mission has been to try and encourage quality debate and just as a point of reference, in my opinion, Parliament is an extremely bad exemplar of debate. It's much more suited, in my view, to old-time music hall than making um, far-reaching and heavy decisions. Uh, so I attempted to do what a good chair of anything should do, uh, which is to facilitate and enable people to be able to do their job to the best advantage. Uh, in other words, you, you, I, I think if you're the chairman or the uh, leader or something, your, your job is to enable others uh, to do, give off their best. And so in the business of debate, what I try to do, I don't know whether I succeeded in doing it, uh, I'm not the right person to ask, was to try and make sure anybody that had something to say had the opportunity to say it. Uh, and also that we didn't end up with a situation where uh, the floor was occupied by one or two highly experienced speakers, which is always a risk. Uh, and in my opinion, if somebody is allowed to monopolise a meeting of any sort, 
that's disrespectful to the other people that are there. Why were they bothered to turn up if one person's going to do all the talking? Uh, and so I always taught myself that less is more when it comes to standing on your feet. Uh, so actually, if you do the sums, if you do the sums, we've got about 40-odd councillors, 41 at the moment, I think. And if you, every one of them took five minutes, which is what you're allowed to have, um, you'd instantly have 205 minutes of speaking of everybody uh, put their all in. So it's a balance. Uh, less is definitely more, in my view. Others may feel differently. Uh, and the other thing I would say is that many of us in this chamber, well, this virtual chamber, were elected to bring change. And you don't bring about change by being silent, in my view, uh, nor by leaving it just a few people to do all the work. You, you have to contribute yourself to the best of your ability. Uh, and some other people have been elected to maintain the status quo, and that's good as well. Uh, but I think, in my opinion, this is best achieved by constructive engagement and demonstrating why it is best to change something. Uh, very early on, somebody used to say to me, well, convince me of so-and-so. If I was pushing an idea, then, well, convince me. Show me that it's right. And uh, actually, that's often a very difficult thing to do. So that's me. It's been a very pleasant, very engaging and humbling uh, year. I'm sure that uh, the uh, next chairperson uh, will be very good in the job and they will certainly have my fullest support. So I'm now going to move on to the election of the chair, item two on the agenda, uh, which is to receive nominations uh, and then to elect the chair. Do I have any nominations uh, for the next chairperson of Uttlesford? Um. Can I nominate Councillor Martin Foley, please? Councillor Martin Foley has been nominated. Good. Uh, does that find a seconder? Yes, I'd like to second that to the chair, if I may. It's been proposed by Councillor Day. Is that correct? Correct, chair. Excellent. Proposed and seconded by Councillor Day. Now, we need to go to a vote, I guess, and we have a, a fairly clunky but legal way of doing this. Uh, Democratic Services Officer, can you advise on this, or Mr Pugh, whichever? Well, I think if there's no dissent, we could um, we, we can avoid voting by roll call, but if there is dissent, we'll have to go by roll call. Right. So is there... Uh, well, I suppose I should first of all ask, any, are there any other candidates for the role of chair? Deafening silence. I presume that means none. Uh, so... Uh, uh, is anybody opposed to the election of Councillor Foley as Chairman of Arshelsford? Uh You need to speak as well as um, show if you are, because I can't get everybody onto the screen. Okay, so in that case, we take it as um, unanimous that Councillor Foley is elected Chair. Congratulations. So, thank you. You have to make now a statutory declaration of office. Yeah. And then after that is the election of the vice chair. And I shall remove this chain and set it to one side. Congratulations, Martin. Thank you very much. I should say, can you hear me? Can you all hear me, Ban? I'm sure you just know it. <laughs> I can hear. I'm just opening my own personal iPad because it's been sent through on, on this. I haven't got a paper copy. 
So I'm now going to do my declaration. I, Martin Foley, having been elected the office of chair of Uttlesford District Council, declare that I take office upon myself and will duly and faithfully fulfil the duties of it according to the best of my judgment and abilities. I undertake to observe the code as to the conduct which is expected of members of Uttlesford District Council. That's, um, I will sign that declaration when it's in front of me physically. Thank you. Um, while I'm on, can I just um, say something? Um, it's been a privilege working alongside uh, Councillor Freeman. I think um, I've known Councillor Freeman a long time. We were rookies together on this council, I believe. Um, and in the last 12 months, I have, um, I can see that, um, that we've handled um, what sometimes have been an interesting uh, period with all the things that we've had in front of us, including, of course, in the last few months, having to deal with, uh, with, the, with the virus and, and working on, on Zoom. So I would like to very briefly but heartfelt say a huge thank you to Councillor Freeman. I think you've done a really good job and in some cases in very difficult circumstances. I hope that things run as smoothly for me. Thank you. Right. Now, do... Um, Councillor Foley, it, uh, may I just interrupt you one moment? Um, I've been sent something to read to you, if I may. Course, yes. So um, I've been sent a letter from the chairman of Thaxted Parish Council. Uh, it reads, Dear Martin, I'm writing to you as chairman of Thaxted Parish Council and on behalf of the residents of Thaxted to congratulate you on becoming the first Thaxted Ward councillor to be elected as chairman of Uttlesford District Council in its 46-year history. As someone who has never used the colour of their rosette to cloud their judgment in doing what you believe to be right in your time as our elected member, Thaxted Parish Council give you our unanimous support in this privileged and honoured role. As ever, kind regards. And it's signed by Terry Frostick, is the chairman of Thaxted Parish Council. That's very nice. Thank you very much. Didn't expect that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Right. That's very nice, isn't it? Um, uh, now we move on to the election of vice chairman. I take it, uh, uh, Ben, I can take this from now on to the election of vice chairman. Indeed, you can, chair. I can hear you fine. Okay, um, so, uh, are there any nominations for the position of vice chair? Chairman, I would like to propose Councillor Arthur Coote. And do we have a seconder? I'm happy to second that, Chairman. Thank you. Well, if I may, uh, uh, Don and, and Ben, uh, do as we did before. Is uh, there? There's no. Is there any other nominations? I take that as a no. There's no lights coming on, and therefore, I think we can accept that that's a unanimous uh, vote of approval. Thank you. Right. Um, the new vice chairman just must, um, yes, the new vice chairman. There's a little delay. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> There's a little delay in, uh, in, in coming over, it's like a satellite delay. 
Um, the Vice Chairman, uh, Councillor Cook, do you have your declaration in front of you? No, Ben's going to read it and I'm going to agree with it. That's good. Are you ready to do that, Ben? I You're am, on Chair. mute. Yeah, no problem, I am. Okay, so, so do you want to repeat after me, Councillor Coote? I will. Okay. I, Arthur Coote. I, Arthur Coote. Having been elected to the office of Chair of Uttlesford District Council. Having been elected as Vice Chair of Uttlesford District Council. Thank you. Declare that I take that office upon myself. I take that office upon myself. And will duly and faithfully fulfil the duties of it. And will duly and faithfully fulfil the duties of it. To the best of my judgment and ability. To the best of my judgment and ability. I undertake to observe the code. I undertake to observe the code. As to the conduct which is expected of members of Uttersford District Council. Sorry, I missed that bit. Um, I undertake to observe the code. I undertake to observe the code. As to the conduct which is expected of members. That is expected of members. Of Uttersford District Council. Uttersford District Council. Thank you, Beth. Thank you. Welcome, Councillor Cook, to uh, Vice Chair. Um, now, I want to move on to tonight's meeting. I've received no apologies for tonight's meeting. Are there any apologies? We've had apologies from Councillor Bagnall, Chair. You're quite right. That's good. Um, Thank you. Any any other apologies? I don't think there's any other apologies. I'll move on. Um, members are reminded that they are not required to declare membership of town or parish council in, if the business of the meeting does not impact on such membership. I thought it was maybe timely to mention that. And now I'm going to say are there any other declarations of interest? That's interesting. That might shorten the meeting a bit. Any declarations? No other? No, fine. I'll move on then. This could be a quick meeting. Um, so I'll move on to the minutes uh, of, the, uh, of the last meeting. The, the next item is to approve the draft minutes of the meetings held on the 22nd of April and the 30th of April as correct records. Is it members' wishes that the minutes are approved and correct record? You can wave your hand if you think that that's great. That's great. I will I will sign these minutes at uh, the uh, my earliest opportunity when I get an opportunity to sign them. Um, chair's announcements. Well, there's not a lot to announce just yet, but I will say. Uh, the year ahead is going to be different to probably any other year that we've had. I guess we're going to be meeting in people's kitchens and living rooms and offices. And it's, I find it incredibly interesting to see what you've got behind you. <laughs> I'm sure we all do. But uh, it makes a difference. But one thing I will say is um, that uh, uh, looking ahead, um, you will have uh, in your new chairman not just independent in in uh, in name, but independent in thought, word, and deed. And I'll try and give everybody, everybody a fair crack of the whip. And I also, just uh, for, for the record, 
uh, that believe in good meetings don't have to be long meetings. And uh, so brevity, as uh, Councillor Freeman has said, is often a good thing. One thing in particular would be useful, um, and particularly useful if you have pre-prepared speeches, that if somebody's just said it, it might be a good idea to edit your speech, uh, and particularly when people listen to it online and hear the same thing on that scolding, it's just one of these things that happens. So we'll, we'll particularly the, the, the Zoom meetings, um, it's particularly good to have brevity, I think. I am going to um, announce as well my uh, charity for the year to come. I'll just briefly announce it and later and at the next meeting probably give a little bit more detail. But um, it's going to be the Stroke Association. And I'm also going to look into seeing how we can help um, um, in any way uh, Uttlesford Food Bank. That's two things, but the main charity will be uh, the Stroke Association. Um, now move on to item nine, political balance of the council. The council needs to approve the election of seats and committees. The latest version of the allocation was published today or several times, in fact, and I apologise that we had to keep doing that. Um, but you'll all have had the last version and had, a, had a, an opportunity to, to see that. So I'd like to seek a proposer uh, and the seconder, please. Can we have a proposer? I can't hear anybody. I'm happy to propose, Chairman. Thank you. Thank you, Councillor Barker. And the seconder? I, I will second that. I couldn't get to my unmute. Oh. <laughs> there, there is a bit more of a delay than normal tonight for some reason, but we just have to live with it. I'm sure we will. So a vote is needed, but is there any objections? We seem to be able to work that way. If there's, any, if there's no objections, I take that as read and that's passed, yes? Wave of hands if you're okay with that. We're doing good. Right. The appointment of committees. Um, the latest version of appointments to committees was published again today uh, in a supplementary pack, which is which had been sent to you. Nominations already received are set out in respect of committees, substitute members, chairs, and vice chairs. Um, I think we've even got, uh, if I'm right, Councillor Barker, the Conservative uh, nominee as well that was missing. Is that right? Councillor Barker, I can't hear you. And what was the question, Chairman? Uh, uh, that there was a missing um, Conservative uh, place on standards. Is that We're it? never missing, Chairman. Yeah, I'm a substantive member on standards, and Councillor Oliver will be my deputy. Thank you very much indeed, Dr. Brown. So a vote is needed for the whole thing. Could we have a proposal, please? Yes, I got my mute off early this time, Chair, so I will uh, propose that. Thank you very much. I'm a seconder. Happy to second. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Um, now, a lot, appointment to council working groups. Uh, nominations have already received and set on the reports in respect to the council working groups. I would like to, you'll all have had that, and I'd like to invite a proposer, please, for that. Do you have a proposer? I will propose that again, Mr. Chairman, if I'm allowed. Thank you, Councillor Lodge. And a seconder? Yeah, I'll second that. 
Mr. Chairman. What, who was that? Sorry, I couldn't see who that was there. Councillor Driscoll. Sorry, Councillor Driscoll, yeah. you're covered there. And Councillor Driscoll will second that. Thank you very much indeed. Um, so a vote, a vote is needed again. Is there any objections? So just wave your hands if you accept that that's a unanimous decision. Thank you. Nobody. Right. Um, the next is uh, uh, part, uh, point 12, appointment of a member to the Essex Police, Fire and Crime Panel. Uh, nominations have already uh, received are set out in the report in respect of Essex Police, Fire and Crime Panel. Councillor Day has been nominated as UDC's principal appointment to the panel, with Councillor Leconte nominated as the substitute. I would like to invite a proposer for that nomination. I will suppose that Councillor Day has, has been very dedicated in this role for a year, and it's extremely appropriate that he carries on. Yes. It's, I would make that proposal. And who would second that, please? Councillor Jones will second it. Thank you, Councillor Jones. And uh, can we accept that that um, is there? If there's no other um, application, can we accept that the vote is needed? Can we just uh, uh, accept that a little wave? That'll do. Yeah. Thank you. I hope this is okay, uh, Ben. The way I'm doing it, it's certainly it's certainly fast, isn't it? Uh, now I just like to move on to reports from. Uh, the leader and members of the executive, if they have any. So I now invite Councillor Lodge, as leader of the council, to make any announcements about matters not already on the agenda. Thank you, um, thank you Chair. I, I may slow it down a little bit. I, I, I want to talk about changes to Cabinet, uh, about the public health emergency, which I hope uh, will be of, of interest. I want to talk about the local plan, uh, and also I want to talk about the corporate plan and the um, delivery plan. When I've finished, I will ask Councillor Hargreaves then to talk about the financial situation, uh, another subject also of, uh, of great interest, certainly to me and I hope to the, uh, to the rest of the uh, members. However, um, I'd like to start off uh, firstly with, with, with my thanks to, uh, to the outgoing chair, to Richard, um, has uh, as the fir first ever residence for Uttlesford chair of Uttlesford. He was he was chosen for his great experience in civic affairs as a long-serving member here uh, on the staff from Alden Town Council as mayor there. Um, I knew he'd do a good job, and he did a great job. So, Richard, enormous thanks to you for that. Also, just just to mention the. Uh, uh, the election of Councillor Foley for, for this year's chair. It's been quite an interesting situation in that the, uh, the administration asked him to, uh, to take on the deputy chair last year and was duly elected. It's, um, as, as he was then a, a, a Liberal Lib Dem uh, councillor, uh, since, since that time, and in fact very recently, he has moved on to, uh, to be an independent councillor, um, that in no way changes uh, Martin's ability to do the job. Uh, in either case, he would be a magnificent chairman, and uh, I wish him the very best of luck in what is going to be a difficult year, I'm sure. Martin, thank you and good luck. So, 
to not take too much time, quickly on the cabin, not too too much there. Um, firstly, uh, Councillor Oscar is going to be uh, leaving the cabinet with, uh, with with sadness on my part. Uh, Heather has uh, done a tremendous job, is a dedicated councillor with great experience. I think as some of you may know, she travels many, many, many thousands of years, sorry, many thousands of miles in uh, in her job every week and and uh, felt that we uh, unfortunately she, she couldn't really continue to do that. And so I'm announcing that uh, Councillor Richard Freeman will step down as chair and will take over her cabinet role. Uh, the only other change then is Councillor Colin Day will step up to a full cabinet role for uh, for the communities, for the police and fire and emergency services, uh, and also, as you heard, will be the representative uh, on the uh, on that body. Uh, that is the changes to cabinet. On to the public health emergency. Um, council continues to respond extremely well. That's very much my uh, own perception. I spend many hours in many meetings uh, with people from um, uh, national leaders. The minister talks. Uh, to us about the events. We talked to the uh, local government association, the council network, the Essex leader uh, pretty well every week has a meeting. Um, it's very difficult to appreciate the additional work that officers are undertaking. Um, take it from me, they are doing an enormous amount over and above the call of duty. And uh, it, it, effectively, I think they, they deserve that uh, round of applause on a, on a Thursday night to go with many other uh, key workers. Now, the focus there is, is turning to the next stages uh, with some, hopefully, some restoration uh, of business and longer term recovery. Um, restoration includes uh, working with business and partners to get the high streets going again so they can open safely and there, there'll be a lot of challenges there for that. Um, and there is a potential role which is emerging in the track trace and test phase, but uh, I'd say that's emerging and details are still to come. And there may also be a, a, a larger watching role in um, the uh, possible... Um, work at Stansted for looking at possible quarantine arrangements, uh, we often forget we are a very large port authority and there's work coming on uh, there. Also, they're working to uh, ensure that the homeless before the lockdown can transition to permanent accommodation with all the necessary wraparound support to sustain a tenancy. Uh, we con continue to support the people who are in need of shielding with further referrals received as data is spread and further, further shared. Um, the the uh, uh, officers are also progressing business grants. I think the last time I looked, it was about 1,400 grants, and I think the amount of money was approaching £20 million. Uh, you can relax a little bit on this. This is, I believe, a 100 percent reimbursement from central government uh, and in fact our team was congratulated by Amanda Soloway, the parliamentary undersecretary for uh, state. Um, obviously you can you can ask uh, questions uh, after I've finished here. Uh, I'll go on then to the local plan um, and just before I do I think some of you may have noticed um, um, that 
the inspector, and this, this is uh, obviously not our district, but relevant to it, the inspector, Mr. Roger Clues, for the uh, North Essex uh, uh, districts, uh, has uh, issued his report. Uh, he has found, amongst other things, that the two new communities west of Braintree and at Markstay are to be unsound. I will repeat that, they are unsound. The third community was sound and he has given the three authorities options to withdraw the plan or for him to give them recommendations to make it sound. And almost certainly if they go for that option, that will include the withdrawal of those two uh, garden communities. Uh, very early, very early days. It's about a 60-page report. I've managed to skim through it without digesting it fully, but that's available uh, public from now. So, more importantly, on our, our own plan, it does impact. One thing, just I will interject here, Mr. Clues said that the Ottlesford withdrawal of plan in no way affected his decision to declare West of Braintree unsound. So, I think that many of you were very impressed, which the work was done by our peer, regrief, re, a peer review group from the East of England, LGA, and they have been approached uh, for an overall holistic view to look at getting started, how we get started on the local pan. We will incorporate the positives and we will incorporate learnings from pre previous uh, uh, plan making and any new recommendations included and particularly in respect of governance. We'll also look at the support contribution to plan making and we will overview the overall planning function as well. So this will be a multi-stage job that we'll be asking our two wise men to do. Um, this will also include bring, bring together a number of other reviews which, which are going on, and they will take that overall holistic view. Having said that, in this time of virus, we have to be cognizant of the fact that we are uh, short of money, and no one is, is surprised at that. And, uh, and hence, this will all have to be tempered with the fact that we will have to find the money to do that job and there are decisions that will come back to members, cabinet and uh, council. Um, the virus has caused a delay in the production of this. I'm quite frustrated. Um, I, know, I know that the plan's been going for 14 years, uh, but it's just a little bit over 14 days now since uh, we made that decision to draw it, to withdraw the plan. Um, we are now promised that we will uh, have the... Um, uh, the, the uh, report the initial sorry the initial scope of the project from the lj in the next few days finally then i'll go on to talk about the corporate plan and the delivery plan um nobody will be surprised to say that the uh the virus and the consequent lack of funding has made a significant change to our uh, our delivery plan um this was largely finished just as the virus began to strike. However, we have had to make significant changes. But I'm pleased to say that as of yesterday, um, we have come, the administration has produced 
a uh, report showing the action plan, probably I, I forget how many, but uh, maybe a hundred actions coming out of the corporate plan. Um, and we will be, we will be first of all, uh, publishing it for cabinet next week. We will also give an early view of that to scrutiny. And what you will see is what the original plan was, but you will also see a traffic light system uh, of green, amber and red, which will show how that original plan has been changed and hence the effect that uh, has been caused by our current uh, environment. Um, before I uh, will be open to questions, I will hand on now to Councillor Hargreave to talk in a little bit more detail about the financial situation. Councillor Hargreave. Thank you very much. Um, members would have seen and I'm sure have read um, Mr. Webb's uh, financial update on the, our current financial position. And um, the government have asked us to create estimates for what the shortfall will be uh, as at the end of July on a belief that beyond that we will go to some sort of normality. Um, they do say in actually in their complex form you have to fill in that that is not a statement of, of, of belief that is just a, a point that's been put, a date that's been set so that all the councils will report on, on the same uh, basis. Um, Prediction is a shortfall in this financial year of about £5.3 million, obviously made up of uh, losses of council tax, business rates, other incomes like um, parking and other expenditures. Um, to put context on that, that is against our overall ex external funding requirement in this financial year of just under £14 million. So 5.3 of 14 is a huge hit. The government at the moment just offering assistance of just under a million pounds. So that's still going to leave us on these figures over four million pounds uh, short. Uh, it is therefore fairly clear that at some point we are going to have to do a, a, a recut of the budget. But at the moment, my opinion is that the unknowns are just so great at this point that we can't do that now. We don't know whether MAG will take uh, the airport application to appeal. Uh, it may seem very unlikely. However, if they are somehow determined to um, secure a, a more valuable business uh, in their current situation, they may decide that an appeal might still be worthwhile, despite on the face of it being a ludicrous thing to do. We don't know whether the government is going to give us more financing um, and we don't know for certain really what the, the hit to our, our um, income will be. So at some point recut of the budget I think has got to happen. Just to confirm the process and legality for this, it's actually not a member's decision. It is the Section 151 officer's decision as to whether to call for a, whether to require uh, a recut of the budget. So I think we have a difficult time ahead on the financing. Uh, um, I have to say congratulate the officers on keeping things going. Uh, they're working very hard and they're continuing to work, by the way, on our investments. And just moving on to that, uh, you would also have seen in Mr. Webb's email, he, he puts the link uh, to matters relating to MAG. 
And what you see there is a very worrying position that uh, the councils in Manchester and the surrounding area who are large shareholders in the airport have had to put in, I think, several hundred million pounds into the business uh, to prop it up. So just to be clear, in our commercial investments, we do not use that model. We do not invest directly into businesses. So what you're seeing there is not what would happen to any of our investments. We invest, we buy freehold land. And that's the saying, uh, land's not being made anymore. And we buy the buildings on that land and we buy the income that goes with it. So obviously we are vulnerable if a tenant ceases to be able to pay their rent. Uh, but we still own the asset. It's a different model to the way that, uh, uh, that uh, uh, MAG is run and the way those council investments are done. Um, I think that's all I've got to say for the moment. Um, difficult times ahead, I think. Thank you. Uh, is there any other um, cabinet uh, members that wish to uh, say something at this point? No? Okay. Um, then I will move on. Um, <clears throat> I will now take questions from members to the leader, members of the executive and committee chairman. I think we normally have a maximum of 15 minutes. In the interest of time, can I ask members to be precise, concise with the questions? Thank you. Any questions? Now, do we have... Uh... Right, we have Councillor Sell, I think, is the first one up. Is that right? Councillor Sell. Unmute, Councillor Sell. Can you hear me? I can hear birds. Uh, can, I'm sorry. Can you, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. First of all, I'd like to congratulate you on your election to the chairman and your charity is an inspired choice. Members may not be aware that Councillor Foley marks his 25-year membership of uh, the council this month. Uh, and so that's an achievement. It's a source of regret to me that we're no longer members of the same group. But my question to the leader is, um, the coronavirus epidemic clearly has been one of the most significant things to affect this country for many, many years. I wonder when we do get locked down, however that's defined, that would he agree with me that the council should mark this as a gesture of thanks to all the people who have worked so hard and also remembrance. Uh, my suggestion is, uh, there may well be others, to raise the flag on some appropriate day of our choosing. Thank you. Councillor Lodge, do you want to? Councillor Lodge? There's a delay. It's unmuting, it did. Uh, yes, excellent, excellent suggestion. Uh, very, very happy to uh, receive suggestions on that, and it may well be appropriate to, uh, to mark it in that way. I'll leave myself unmuted for a bit now. I'll take Councillor Isham next, please. Could you unmute yourself? Yeah. Firstly, uh, congratulations, Martin. Great to see you in that position. Um, would the, the council and the leader please allow me to uh, just thank Councillor Gerard for his uh, past contributions uh, to the council. Um, he's been a valuable member to the UDC, I believe, and I personally would like to... Uh, thank him for that and maybe others will nod or appreciate it too but 
Thank you, Councillor Gerard. Um, yes, I, I would certainly endorse that. It's uh, a great shame that uh, he had to step down for uh, family reasons, and we wish him wish him uh, well with uh, with those family issues and his uh, his future career. I think uh, leader of the uh, Greens uh, would like to say something, Councillor. Thank you, Chair, and thank you for giving me this opportunity to speak. Fellow councillors, we were surprised and disappointed to learn of Councillor Gerard's resignation last month and ask you all to join us in paying tribute to our friend and colleague. Councillor Gerard was a diligent, passionate and committed servant of his ward and our district and will be sorely missed. The attention to detail and profound research that he put into all his campaigns was outstanding whether they were large planning applications such as the Stansted Airport expansion or a number of large-scale projects in Newport or the development of Newport's emerging neighbourhood plan. Yet with humour and passion, Anthony was always ready to take on more and fight for the good of this district. We therefore ask friends and fellow councillors to pay tribute to his exemplary contribution and thank him sincerely for his efforts. We would also wish him all the best in his future endeavours. The council will be the poorer for his leaving. Thank you, Anthony. And thank you, Councillor Light. Thank you for that. Uh, Councillor Cassioni, please. Thank you, thank you very much, Chair. And I'll also welcome you to your seat. Uh, congratulations. Um, I'd also thank, at this juncture, Susan Barker uh, as a colleague of mine, but also as the leader of the Conservatives for the last year. Um, thank you for your guidance and support as we, uh, as we switch jobs today. Um, I'm, I'm taking comfort from Councillor Hargreaves' report insofar that I was a bit worried when he was talking about the neighbourhood plan at Newport in the one that's published on the website. I'm glad that the, uh, the finances are in focus now. Um, I do have a question, question for the Cabinet Member for Housing. Um, what steps is she taking in order to ensure the protection of uh, vulnerable men, women and children, and specifically victims of domestic abuse at a time when reported cases are on the up? Uh, thank you for that, Councillor Um I'm sure you saw the report that I sent with the minutes that covered what we were doing for vulnerable people and housing. If you're looking, are you looking for particularly people who are vulnerable? The housing managing team has continued to phone elderly tenants and those with a disability to carry out welfare checks. Over a thousand welfare check calls have so far been made by the team, and referrals made for the support service to be linked in where required. Calls are being made to tenants who are newly on universal credit to check up on their welfare and to see if they require any advice or assistance. One of these reasons is a lot of people that are claiming um, universal credit at the moment are first-time claimants because of the COVID-19. Um, as you saw my report, I'll move on to... Was that the two and then the domestic abuse, was it? Was that your question? Yes, the, my, yeah. my question was about... Uh, victims of domestic abuse at this oh, yeah. time, and ask support uh, for them. Yeah, um, domestic abuse um, has seen has seen an increase here, um, not as big as the national average, average, and in the country. And the usual, we have a process in place for domestic abuse. There is a policy. There is a policy to behold. And just for a matter of interest for everybody, I don't know who knows this and who doesn't, is if you are a victim of domestic abuse. You may present yourself to any council 
you don't have to live you don't have to go to the council where you reside which is something i learned this year and i think that's a positive thing to share but it doesn't matter where you go you can present yourself at any council so we have had a few issues um, and we are following the government guidelines accordingly and helping them as they need thank you uh, can you hear me councillor barker please councillor barker unmute Thank you, Chairman. Chairman, question to Councillor Eek, if I might. Um, you'll have seen in the papers this week a press release from Councillor Bentley about pop-up cycle lanes. And I just wondered if Councillor Eek had any thoughts on where those might be possible in our district. I mean, some of our town centres are a bit medieval, so quite difficult. But did he have any thoughts on other locations where a pop-up cycle lane might be appropriate? Councillor Eek. Thank you, Councillor Barker. Um, Yes, I mean, I've written to Councillor Bentley uh, asking for consideration for part of the uh, two billion that uh, the government has promised for these sorts of uh, schemes, because I'm fearful that a lot of the money might be spent in cities and towns, as is uh, alluded to in Grant Shapps, the, the Department of Transport Secretary's uh, 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 speech. So I'm very, very keen that we do include rural areas in this spend. And I think there are a number of routes throughout Uttlesford that we might look at um, as one-way routing, not just in the towns. I'm talking about the rural routings too between towns because I think it's very important that we focus on the destinations and not just a quick route round a particular residential area. So it's point to so point could, destination. So I could you support, could you find a way to support Councillor, County Councillor Moran's suggestion that we bid for a permanent route from Saffron Walden to Chesterford, which has been routed in the past? In my request to Councillor Bentley, I highlighted two routes, the Saffron Walden to uh, Cambridge cycle lane, which include, you know, goes via Great Chesterford, and also the Dunmo Flitch Way to complete that particular route. Those two are up for grabs. They will not take a huge amount of money. They will require money and they will require a bit of planning, but they also require Essex highways to adopt what's already been built. And I think that's uh, one of the key stumbling blocks at the moment. There is an issue on the Flitch Way over a land ownership uh, issue. But I, in talking with our uh, planners and with the legal department, it, it looks as though it might, might be easy to um, unblock that. So yes, those are two that I would most heartily support and do. Thank you, we must um, move along now. Councillor Caton. Councillor Caton, could you unmute? Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and my congratulations on your elevation as well. Having known you for more than years than I care to speculate, uh, uh, is well deserved. Can, can I ask either Councillor Hargreaves or Councillor Lees about the impact of the um, financial situation on the housing capital program. Have we uh, got any idea about 
whether that will affect the number of council housing that we will be able to build or purchase in the current year. I think the council Hargreaves wants to answer that or sorry, council Lees, I spotted you now. Councillor Lees. Uh, actually, uh, thank you very much for your um, question, Councillor Cating. And I, I feel a bit remiss, Councillor Furley. I didn't say when I answered the question earlier how congratulations on your appointment, but I think you took that as read that I think it's fabulous. Um, actually, this came up at a meeting recently, Councillor Cating, and I think it's that we've got to look at the HRA business plan and relook at that. Um, and at this moment, you know, we have an ambition, we will keep up with that ambition. But at this moment, unless, ne unless Councillor Hargreaves is going to come in and say absolutely not, we're looking at the HRA plan. And as far as we are thinking, let's still try to aim high. Thank you. Uh, uh, does Councillor Hargreaves want to say anything briefly about this particular issue? Nothing particular to add to that. Obviously, we have hit also on the the housing revenue account in terms of um, uh, not being able to relet some of our houses at present. Um, so there is an impact. Um, hopefully that impact will be fairly sh uh, short-lived. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, we're going to do our best to, to keep on track. Okay, thank you. I'll Mr. take Councillor Lodge. Can I add something to that, please? Councillor Lodge. Thank you. Yes, there may be some unintended consequences here of uh, the virus. Um, one of the major factors and one of the major um, restraints for building council housing is the, the cost of land, as many, many people will be aware. It could well be that a reduction in house building, a reduction in house pricing, may see a significant uh, availability, a significant uh, profitable availability of land for developers. And I've had murmurings from a couple of developers already which said that, that might push them more towards uh, making it available for social housing. So in some ways, I'm quite hope hopeful and I do not want to backtrack on, uh, on uh, going for the, for the very highest amount of social housing that we can. Thank you. Thank you, Councillor Lodge. Um, uh, I'm sure you don't... I won't uh, interrupt too much, but... Uh, the I'm sure you agree with me there's a difference between affordable homes and really affordable homes, as we've seen often. There's a thing we tend to be more affordable. I think that's a factor going forward. But uh, that's a mute point, and we have to live within, obviously, our uh, budgets that we have. I have a, can I bring in Councillor Light, please? Thank you, Chair, and uh, as my congratulations to you. Um, I just I appreciate uh, Councillors Lodge, uh, Eek, Hargreaves, and Lees uh, for the reports that uh, they give and, and give regularly. Um, I would, however, request the other members of the cabinet, uh, uh, Councillors Armstrong, Asker, Evans, and Pepper, uh, if they could. Please produce a report. I'm, I'm sure the council would love to see what they have been doing, their achievements over the past year, what they've been working towards, what they've been working on. Um, I realise that it's, um, <clears throat> it may not be possible to answer that fully now, but uh, perhaps to the next council or to send it then or to circulate it. 
um, I'll backtrack on that, perhaps to the next council, so that all residents can see the work that they have actually been undertaking for the benefit of the community. Thank you. I'll, I'll come along and answer on behalf of uh, uh, cabinet, other, other cabinet members. The, uh, the plan uh, very much pre-virus was that uh, cabinet members would make their reports and they would come out in the, uh, the, the uh, members' bulletins, which have happened uh, to a degree. Uh, we've been knocked off track a little bit, but we will get back to that. And so that um, cabinet members will make their reports as appropriate, members' bulletins, and they, they occur rather more frequently than uh, council meetings. So that members should, uh, should have good uh, updates. Um, and also I would uh, remind members that the amount of information available on um, the Ottersford website and with leads into so many other people who are working hard in this uh, emergency. There's a, a, a massive amount of information out there and uh, absolutely we'll keep it flowing. Thank you. Um, I think Councillor Hargreaves, do you want to come in? <laughs> yes, please. Uh, it was just going back to the thing about uh, cycleways. Um, our draft neighbourhood plan for Newport, Quendon and Rickling uh, proposes a cycleway extended along the B1383 uh, to the south of Newport, north of Quendon. Um, and there is land to do it, which we belong, believe belongs to highways. And um, Essex were supportive in principle but very clearly not supportive in practice because they said they've got no budget for it and there's none likely to be to be found. So in our plan, it's there as a proposal. We didn't do any detailed work on it because at that point we thought we're probably uh, wasting our time with that. However, I'd like oh. also then please to put in a bid uh, for um, money from some of this two two billion uh, to assist with uh, with our cycleway as well. Thank you. Um, Councillor Pepper. Um, I'd just like to add that um, I did send round an email, uh, a very detailed email to all the councillors last week outlining what was happening globally to do with the climate issue. And again, I outlined what we were going to be doing um, as a climate committee. So I think um, that's actually quite an unfair comment, Councillor Light, that you made that I have not um, made any effort to put in a report. Um, I didn't feel it was necessary as I'd sent out an email to all the councillors. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, Councillor Freeman. I'll get back to you, Councillor Light. Yes, thank you, Chairman. Um, I would support Councillor Pepper. We did pass, uh, as we all remember, uh, a motion at council to um, improve their carbon footprint and make us into a, a greener council. And we've translated that into the way we interpret planning applications and the conditions that we require uh, developers to meet. So for example, the new hotel in Saffron Walden, 70 bed hotel, which is being built, will have a roof that's covered in solar panels. And that probably wouldn't have happened if we hadn't uh, as a council taken uh, the initiative in making buildings and minimising their carbon footprint. Uh, and also several of the industrial units which are being built 
uh, on the site next door to Ridgens in Saffron are also being equipped with photovoltaic panels, which again wouldn't have happened unless we'd insisted upon it. So we do this at every, every turn where we can. Uh, it's the practical act, act, aspect of these things which counts, and you can do a lot in planning and development if you uh, wish to do so. Councillor Light. Yes, thank you. I just wanted to come back on that. Thank you, Chair. Um, what I'm asking is not a member's bulletin, but to make sure that uh, the residents and all the electorate of Uttlesford actually know the work that is being done. I'm sure there's some excellent work that they just don't know. So they don't have access to the member's bulletin, as far as I'm aware. So if reports could be circulated regularly and at least an annual report uh, for uh, each AGM would be fantastic and obviously more regular updates as well, give, particularly given this is such a fluid situation. Thank you, Councillor Light. I'm sure it'll be taken. Uh, I have no further comment um, other than possibly to say we've had about almost 20 minutes of this section and Councillor Light's had three goes at it. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're moving on. Councillor Sell. Councillor Sell, open your... Uh... Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd just like to support Councillor Light. As Councillor Lodge knows, I've been on about this for some time, one year. Uh, there are one or two members of the cabinet who I've never seen an oral or written report in 12 months. What they've been doing, I've got no idea, and they've been doing great things, but surely the residents need to know that. Thank you. Okay, same point. Councillor Driscoll? Yes, Councillor. I, I would just like to answer um, Councillor Light and Councillor Sell. We get member bulletins. I take what's good from the member bulletins and put it in the parish news. I write for three different um, parishes in my ward and they get to hear what us as a council are doing. That's all I need to say. Thank you. Thank you, Councillor Driscoll. I think we've now finished that part. Nobody else has the hand up. We'll move on. We've had a good... A good uh, we've won over our time, in fact, but because we got the first part of the meeting over fairly quickly, I... Thought it was worth just giving a few more minutes on that. Well, uh, uh, there's no matters have been notified from uh, the executive uh, on the council committees. Um, no matters have been notified to me. Sorry, 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 chair. sorry, chair. Sorry, you're breaking up really badly. Do you want to just sit okay. back? Thanks. I'll just sit back. Okay. Matters referred to the executive. There's been no matters have been notified to me from the executive of the council committee. Is that okay now, Ben? And no matters have been notified to me about joint arrangements from external organisations. I think there'll be, unless anybody has something very briefly to say, I'm going to bring the meeting to a close now. Okay, thank you very much. You've done that very, in very quick time, and I uh, hope every meeting is as charming and easy as this one has been. Thank you very much indeed. Well done, Martin. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Yeah, well done, Martin. I'm curtsy, Mr. Chairman. <laughs> Thank you very much.